Out of all the home staging tips, I know there are some great lessons to be learned. We all learn something new about our jobs, and home staging is no different. From handling phone calls to the process we use to stage a home, we all learn some kind of lesson. So let me share the best home staging lesson I learned this year that you can learn from as well. Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Welcome back, and thank you so much for listening to the Creative Home Podcast. I am your host, Kasha McDaniel. And today I want to talk about the best home staging lesson I learned in 2022. So there are many great lessons to be had when staging a home. Each year I learn something new about myself or how people think when it comes time to sell a home. Now in my first year as a home stager, I learned I had to measure entrances. Wow, that was a doozy of a lesson because when a couch would not fit through any door, such as the front door or the sliding door, that was painful to watch. I'm like, doors are doors. How can a couch not fit through it? Yeah, these were not standard size doors. (laughs) They were not the standard three foot wide doors. No matter how hard we tried, took off the legs, turned it sideways, it was just not going in. Who knew that not all doors are 36 inches wide? Back in 2007, that was my lesson learned in a townhome. So yeah, (laughs) I know, right? So now I measure every entrance, no matter if it looks like it should fit. And if we're bringing rental furniture in or any other kind of furniture, yes, we are measuring. Now I prefer to reuse what you have, but if we have to bring a rental furniture, definitely, definitely measure twice every time every door. Okay. So over the years, I've learned that not everyone knows what home staging exactly is. That's a lesson learned. That was especially early on. And even now there's still people that don't know exactly what home staging is, which is fine. I'd rather um, introduce you to how it works and the process and how I work. Um, Some people think that they have to remove all the furniture and you have to use rental furniture. That is not the case when I stage homes. Now, some people prefer to use rental furniture. I get it. Um, because especially if you're military, I had one, uh, mil- several military couples. Well, they were just ready. They had to move. They had orders. They had to go. And they were like, you know what? Just we're going to move our furniture out and just bring in rental furniture and just get it done. Okay, fine. Right. So some people prefer to use rental furniture. I would rather use what you have and trim down what is out to show off the space and not distract buyers. Okay. So yes, so that's a lesson learned where some people think that you have to rent furniture. You don't. Okay. We can reuse what you have and I would make it, make it easier. And it's more budget friendly for you as a homeowner. You know what I mean? Another year I learned that realtors believe that they had to pay for home staging when they really do not. Now I've had, it's interesting to see the trend of phone calls that come into me. Years before, it was the homeowners that were calling me directly. And now lately, it's been the realtors that are calling me directly to that they will pay for the home staging consultation, which is interesting to see that change in the trend. Um, Mainly because, again, 
I personally don't believe that the real estate agent should be paying for the home station consultation. And the reason why is because there's other things that they have to take care of that's not their responsibility in my mind. Okay. I'm not talking for real estate agents. You guys do what you do. That's fine. Okay. But in my mind, it's the homeowner's responsibility to make the house look good, right? The real estate agent will give you tips on, you know, hey, I have a landscaper. If you don't have a landscaping company in mind, you don't know who to call um, that maybe needs to cut the grass while you're gone because you've moved out, but we want to make the house look nice and taken care of while it's on the market. So they'll give you, you know, hey, I have a landscaper. Hey, I have a painter. Hey, I have a carpenter. Whatever it is that they know, because they have a Rolodex full of these people, just because they refer these people to you doesn't mean that they're going to pay for those people. Same thing as a home stager, right? They shouldn't have to pay for that, okay? So, um, yeah, so that's another thing that I learned that realtors, sometimes they start it as part of their commission. Um, that's maybe they, instead of it being, you know, two or three percent maybe they add a percentage because they're paying for the console uh home staging okay so that's another thing to think about as a homeowner okay what are you paying for who are you paying to get these things done okay um and the other thing that uh, i've noticed as a, a lesson learned is that tv shows have done a great thing for the home staging industry but other times it doesn't for example, if you still watch those HGTV shows or whatever DIY things, you will always see a set table on TV. Like you, the dining room table is all set with china and, and glasses and all sorts of things. But this is not a realistic thing for homeowners to have out every day. That's why as a home stager, I don't do this for homeowners. Okay, this is not, it's not a museum. Your house is not a museum. Okay, it shouldn't feel like one, right? So those are just some lessons learned over the years. Um, and I want to share with you what I learned this year. Homeowners, do you wonder how to get buyers interested in your house? Want to sell your home faster and for more money? Realtors, are your listings sitting too long on the market? Or maybe you're unsure what staging advice to give your clients? Selling your home can be stressful, but you don't have to do it alone. When your house is staged and looks move-in ready, buyers will flock to your open house to make an offer so you can move into your next home. Hi, I'm Kasha, a home stager who has the design eye you need for your home. During my two-hour home staging consultation, I work with you to walk inside and outside your home to determine appropriate changes, remove clutter and depersonalize the space, rearrange furniture as needed, set up room accessories to complete the look, and finalize any wall colors if needed. We can do this home staging consultation online or in person. As a home stager, I help homeowners and realtors get your home ready to sell so that buyers fall in love with your home and make an offer. Go to bluediamondstaginganddesign.com to schedule your home staging consultation so I can show you where to focus your efforts for maximum impact and get your house sold quickly. Okay, so for this year in 2022, what is the biggest home staging lesson learned? Don't underestimate the power of updating a few small things in the house. What do I mean by that? So the little accessories will help elevate the perception of an outdated home. For example, one of the houses I staged was a traditional farmhouse, 
but it didn't look like the one you find on Magnolia Homes with Chip and Joanna Gaines. It had the traditional wood and traditional style, and while that doesn't look bad, to those buyers who are looking for an updated and not a tired-looking home, they wanted some zing. You know, when they want to see the staircase and the balusters, it's the normal wood tone, brown, right, with white um, steps or white treads, not treads, uh, risers. Um, and then the treads are regular wood. Well, maybe they're looking for, well, they wanted it to be black or updated, not the normal ba- wood balusters. Maybe they want metal, you know, maybe they want something, you know, not a traditional farmhouse. Well, once you start updating one thing, you've got to update the other sections of the house because you know, <laughs> if you've done any kind of remodeling in your home, you got one room done, you're like, oh, Well, the rest of the house doesn't quite go anymore and it's a domino effect, right? So you got to be aware of what changes you do make to update your house and make sure they're consistent and that they don't look out of place. And here's one way you can do this quickly and easily yourself before you even put your house up for the market. Go around and go take pictures just with your phone, right? Go take pictures of every single room and then put them together either on a slideshow or whatever, somewhere we can see all the pictures together because that's what they're going to look like when they show up online, right? You're going to see the whole batch of pictures, kind of like a, you know, a a Brady Bunch thing with the, you know, the, um, all the pictures all together in a row and columns, right? If they look kind of funny, you're kind of like, well, they don't look like they all come from the same house. Then you know that yes, certain rooms have been updated and other ones, mm, not so much. So that will give you some, should give you some pause and think about the changes that you've made because you really need to be consistent because if it looks like this, you know, kitchen has been totally brand new updated, but the dining room looks kind of, you know, old and dated and everything, then yeah, then that's, you know, a quick way to find out, okay, well, what can I do to do that? So with this one specifically, um, after we staged the home, we got feedback that the house was outdated. And the home seller turned to me and asked, what are they talking about? So I got the pictures online and then I cringed a few times at some of the pictures. What did I cringe at? The light fixtures and the brass shower door. The ceiling fans with the old fashioned light kits. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that look like flowers. Those are old and just, those are like 1980s. I know. And I personally love ceiling fans. We use them every night to sleep under, (laughs) believe me. Um, but the light kits, um, if you have a large garden tub and the old fashioned four poster bed. Yeah. And I did a lot of other work in other areas like updating the kitchen and they had nice new furniture in the living room, but there were still some things that stuck out. So what was my advice? I said to change out. I didn't mention this before, but they had an old crystal chandelier in the dining room. And it was like literally the crystals and stuff. And yeah, so I was like, okay, that needs to be replaced. Um, replaced, they had a Tiffany style lamp in the Eden kitchen hanging over the table. Um, you know, the colored ones, right? So again, I said, we need to replace that one. And then remove the light kits in the ceiling fans in the bedrooms. Just that, because they had recessed lighting and they had lamps in the room and everything. So they had other sources of light. So just by taking those things out um, and just updating the lighting is a big deal, okay? You may not think so. You may think, well, what's wrong with this chandelier? What's wrong with this one? 
we had the same issue back in one of our Virginia, our Virginia house. Um, there were older light fixtures when we remodeled the kitchen it had an older light fixture, but that was the first thing we changed when we first moved into the house was we remodeled that kitchen. You know, this house did not need it, but there were still some areas, some pieces that still dated the house. Okay. And it wasn't awful. And so that's the thing with staging. We at least got them in the house and got them looking around the house and be interested in but just by changing just a few things like the light fixtures is enough to get them to change out and make a difference. Okay. Now a large garden tub, um, it depends on, you know, if they have those big, huge corner ones, I'm not saying that you need to take that out now because that's a lot of work. That is a lot of money sometimes to take that out and then replace it with like a either, you know, a freestanding tub, or you just decide, I don't want to have a tub. We're just going to make this into a walk-in shower. That's a lot of money. Okay. Think about what your return on investment is, how much money you're going to spend to update something to get the house sold. Okay. So think about it before you start moving things. The easiest things and the quickest ones are changing out the light fixtures or changing out. Maybe you have those brass door handles on those doorknobs, right? Yeah, those, those need to go change those out, change them to, um, either brushed nickel or, um, you know, black bronze, Mm, you could, depending on the style of your home. Right. Um, but brushed nickel is probably more of a safer bet, uh, for most houses, not every house. Right. So, yeah. So think about how much do you put into, you know, maybe it's the kitchen cabinet, um, the, the holds, the, the poles, right. Maybe those need to be updated. Um, maybe it's a simple coat of paint on some cabinets. Maybe the kit cabinets are older, but you know what? You can paint them up and make them white and just change out the hardware, right? So there's lots of little things that, you know, don't take a lot of money, but make a big difference and help update the space. Okay. So if there is something that you are looking around your house, like I said, take pictures of your house and then show it. You, you can even show it to friends or someone who hasn't been to your house say, Hey, what do you think? Get an opinion or, you know, have a home stager come over and help you out with that. Okay. So if you have any questions, I would love to answer them. Let me know, but I hope this gives you something to think about, about updating just a little, the little things, um, the accessories around the house just to help sell your house and get it sold faster. Okay. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and we'll talk to you later.